Welcome to another edition of PerchCast. Uh, we have a special episode coming to you this week. Just before start of the season, we have swimming coach Bobby Guntoro. How's it going, coach? I'm doing great, Brad. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. Um, you know, I'm really excited to just kind of talk about our program and my background. And, and yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. I know it's it's been fun following you on uh, social media since you arrived and since I got this started. It looks like you got a, a nice little house that you guys have bought down there. And most importantly, it's been fun uh, watching your son, who is just absolutely adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, it's uh, it, it was a family decision. I'm sure you hear him in the background. And uh, uh, no, it's uh, Wilmington is my home before I even took the job. So it's it's nice to be home for for my family and I. And uh, it's uh, we love this town. So yeah, I guess uh, I'm curious about how that came to be. I know that. You're from Jakarta, and you went to high school in Jacksonville, Florida, with uh, right. Bowles School. Is it Bowles? Bowles? Bowles. Bowles School. Bowles. Okay. Yeah. And I know there's quite a tradition of swimming there with a number of Olympians and that kind of thing. So just what was kind of your path from Indonesia to, to Florida and to Wilmington? Sure. Sure. So it's, a, it's an interesting path. Um, you know, I – so – I, I came from a small town in Bali, actually. Uh, that's where I'm from originally. Oh, wow. Yep. And then, uh, you know, my in, in Indonesia, you know, the Olympic sport is a big deal for the country. Um, you know, they want us to be the representation of our country in the international stage. Um, so they had, back then, they had a... Um, it's, it's a scholarship system. It's a scholarship program where starting 12 years old, uh, you know, if you are one of the top age group athletes in the country, uh, you will be picked pick to go to a special school that's focusing on your athletics and uh, your school. Um, the idea is if you maintain to be the top, um, really top athletes in your in your sport and maintain a good high GPA, they will send you out to another country um, to really pursue, you know, really further your, your experience and further your obviously, you know, grow more in the sport and stuff like that. So, and we, everybody know in the swimming world, everybody know how good bowls school is. Uh, They have really good reach and rich, really rich history of Olympic swimming uh, from that school. So, uh, the goal was to send me over there to learn about the United States really education system um, and to understand how to balance the academic and athletically. Academically, Bowles is very, very tough. Um, to, to be truly honest, you know, without Bowles academic, I wouldn't be who I am today. So I really learned about discipline and living at the dorm and stuff like that. So interesting enough that UNC Wilmington used to take Christmas training trip at Bulls, and that's how I know UNCW. So oh, yeah, cool. so yeah, I was. Uh, they sent me there my senior year. I had had no idea where I was going to go. Um, you know, it just college swimming. It's it's a new, really, it's a new setup for me. I, I didn't really know, you know, like what to do and where to look. Um, but when I was down there and Coach Allen and Todd DeSorbo was the season coach, uh, then 
Um, and they were down in, in Jacksonville, Florida for Christmas training. And I was just there watching their practice. And then Coach Allen just came by and shook my hand and introduced himself. And so uh, this old man's kind of really nice. So I kind of want to learn more about the school. And, uh, and that's kind of the start of everything. And uh, I committed to come to UNC Wilmington before visiting UNC, before visiting <laughs> Wilmington at all. So, that's yeah. So, what, yeah, I, I mean, what it, what did they tell you that kind of sold you on coming to Wilmington? You know, it was kind of like more a gut feeling where I'm halfway around the world from my home um, mm-hmm. during the recruiting process. My goal was just looking for coaching staff that, you know, that would really, you know, assist me in any aspect of my life, really. Um, Cause I knew in college, I would college, college sport is a time where we kind of close our chapter right and preparing mm-hmm. for the next chapter in my life so i knew how important the coaching staff would be uh i just feel great with them uh and and i knew they had a really really good um you know family culture i mean coach allen was the only coach at uncw so you know i can feel that the family is such a, it's a it's a small family but it's a large family um so i kind of have that feeling and i, I went with with my gut feeling so just at what point kind of, you know, and I know a little bit of this stuff, but it's got to be crazy because of um, my roommate at UNCW, actually, his name was Raul, and he kind of had a similar path to yours where he was, he's from India, came to yeah. Florida to play tennis at an academy and then ended up at UNCW. But just what's that process like when you're, I would assume you're, what, 14, 15 when that begins and you're sure. leaving your family and just what's what's that like for you? It, it was very hard. Uh, honestly, you know, since I was 12 years old, I, I only see my family once a year, um, right. you know, just because I live in another island and, you know, my schedule was very, it was swimming, competition, back to, back to school and straight up kind of, it, it really does three things uh, in my life, really. Um, to end representing the country in any international events. Uh so it was very hard. However, for me personally, that was my way out. Uh, and, and my dream and aspiration was to get a degree in, in the United States and, and to provide for my family in Indonesia. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so, so to me, it was hard, but I, I could see really the light in the end of the tunnel. Um, you know, that I could see that, hey, you know, I want to utilize, I, I want to really reach my best potential in swimming, but at the same time, I want to utilize my talent and, and to, to kind of really get a degree and, and kind of go from there. Uh, now, I was a CPA, but I, I don't do any accounting anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, so you know, you you're sold on this school by a coach, Coach Allen. That's, you know, won a bunch of championships. He tells you about this place, and when you get to Wilmington, what's kind of that first impression of? Did it meet what they told you, or was it? How'd you feel about it? Yeah, it, it was it was an immediate. I, to be honest with you, I came here, so I came here late instead of. Uh, so I wasn't here my first semester of my freshman year. Um, I came here. My my flight arrived on Christmas Day. Oh, wow. Yes. So and Coach Allen was there to pick me up because nobody else was picking me up. So here come Coach Allen with his UNCW sweatshirt and everything and picked me up and welcome to Wilmington. And, uh, and you know, I mean, 
everybody know who who fly in into Wilmington. Everybody know how small our airport is, and <laughs> it was very small back then too. And and you know, I think the the people around. I, I guess I'm lucky because I'm a part of this the swimming and diving team where, you know, when you have a coach that's been here since the first day the pool is open, you know, everybody in the community, he does great stuff for the community. Uh, so I think the community is really welcome us, um, you know, and, and we do swim lessons program, right. Every summer and, and teaching all these kids uh, in the community. So I just feel that just wearing swimming and diving and walking around everywhere with swimming and diving. And they're like, Oh yeah. How's coach Allen doing? And that <laughs> makes me feel that when it's, I'm really in, in, in coach Allen's home, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and, and that's like really UNCW overall. I mean, you know, when we were in school, it was what, 10,000 students maybe. Right. And it was yeah, I think the maximum it topped out was at undergrad and grad students was like 12,000. And that was, that was crazy back then. It's crazy. And now I right. they're like 20,000 now. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's like, it's like we're, we're trying to push it as close as possible to 20. Right. And it's, it's I mean, the school itself was a lot smaller. Um, and, and obviously the beach lifestyle and, and you kind of get a good balance between right. And the college town and the beach town and, um, and I, I'm a beach person, um, so, you know, I, I like to go, you know, to the ocean and I do ocean swim as much as I can and just be be in the water as much as I can. So it, that was really, it's a big soul for me. So I'm, I'm curious, you know, you come in with this legendary coach. Did you kind of instantly know that, that your path was leading to becoming a swim coach or, or is that something you figured out along the way? No, you know, I, somebody always thought, well, Yes and no. I mean, I was always a, when I was an athlete, I would remember everybody's split, like in the team. Mm -hmm. I would go on Monday, Monday afternoon. I remember this on Mondays for whatever reason, I'm always done. I'm not a big fan of napping. So after I'm done with, with, I know I'm like, after I'm done <laughs> with my classes, I would go to WAG and I would ride my bike back to the office so that I can talk to Todd. And I don't think they really like this, but I don't think they really, really like it at all because I always in their office, like Coach Allen and Todd, they were always talking about the meat and I was always there. Oh yeah, so-and-so, the split is this, 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 is this. I feel like they should swim it this way a little bit more because I know the way they <laughs> train with me, you know? So it's always like a conversation with the three of us about splits and and my my teammate back then is always like, dude, how do you remember all these splits? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just like, I guess... I just, you know, I just love it and I just kind of pay attention to it. Right. Um, but I, I was really, you know, I was really in tune into my accounting uh, background because that was my major. Um, you know, I was working for internal audit. Uh, my, my senior year, I was an intern for internal audit. Um, so I did a full-time internship with them. I did a full-time internship with Deloitte. Um, you know, so that was kind of like my path was going to be. And I was like, all right, you know, yeah. that was, that was the route for me to, to feed my family at home. Uh, to, this is my my way to to thank them and to send money every month and and you know and but but yeah and and I did that and when when I graduated uh, in 2011 and Todd Desorbo that summer he took a job at NC State an associate head coach um, he was assigned a sprint group and immediately he called me um, like look hey. I'm building a sprint group and you know, at NC State. Um, there's only one person that 
knows my system better than anybody. Um, and he kind of sold me about living in Raleigh and everything. But I was like, at the, at the time, I have a job lined up for Deloitte. Um, I'm just kind of like, ah, I don't, I don't know if that would be a good idea for me <laughs> because I have a really good job lined up. And I think I, think I should go that direction. Um, I kind of wait a year, actually. And then he called me again at the end of 2012. So it's like, look, man, you know, I think we're going to be really good. And, and he said that, you know, we can do, we can work with you. And, you know, I was like, I was doing accounting life and everything, but I wanted to get another um, degree. Uh, in, in other thing that's something to do with the sport as well. But I'm like, well, I'm still young. If I want to do something, let's try now. So so we work it out a deal that, all right, I want to go to grad school. Can you pay for me to go to grad school and everything like that? And um, that was going to be, that was, that was only going to be like, I'll help you out for the first two years. I'll work with, I just work with Todd and I, we just built the sprint program together. And after two years, the sprint program just kind of took off and, 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 and it was more kind of like, you know, winning is addicting, right? And success yeah. is addicting. So, you know, one year becoming two years, two years becoming three years, three became four, four became five. And then the end of, you know, it really, and then eight years later, I was at NC State. So, so I stayed there for eight years. So I guess, you know, I would have to suspect you're working at Deloitte, um, your CPA, you're doing, you're doing pretty well financially. Did your family think that you were completely insane to leave absolutely. that behind? My, my, absolutely. <laughs> my mom was like, what are you doing? Uh, you know, but I told him like, you know, Hey, you know, if I think I could be good in this and I think I could mm-hmm. make it happen. Um, you know, I can account. I'm like, I told him like, look, look, accounting is always going to be there. I can always get back to that. Um, so I mean, you know, I think any coaches out there understand as, as a graduate assistant, you don't make anything at all. So I was, you know, my day started at 5.30 a.m. and then finished until 9.30 p.m. just to kind of meet the needs. And um, But it was just more like, you know, I just enjoy it. I just really enjoy coaching, teaching. And, and that was really kind of uh, the drive. So. so what I mean, how do you make ends meet for yourself when you're in that situation as a grad assistant and you really don't have time to have a part time job or anything like that? Right. So so my job at NC State was finished at 5.30 p.m. And yeah. then I actually, uh, I was hired by one of the bigger clubs in, in Raleigh and I worked for them from six o'clock to 8.30 PM. Um, oh, wow. So yeah. So Monday to Friday, Monday to Thursday, I would, I would do that. I would finish at 5.30 and I would go from six o'clock to 8.30 and I would go home and I'll do my grad school work when I get home and I'll do that again the next day uh, on Friday. Friday is kind of like my easy day because you know, I don't have any, uh, the reason why I do, I don't have anything because Friday is a big recruiting day, right? A lot of recruits, they'll come down uh, to campus so I can go full all in with NC State for recruiting on Friday and Saturday. Um, it really just from, you know, I, I wasn't able to save some money, but I, I really live a pretty low-key lifestyle. I didn't have a car for six years in Raleigh. I just ride my bike everywhere. I mean, wow. back. I, I didn't have a car when I was at, in Wilmington. I was here for four years with no car, just riding my bike everywhere. And they continue to be that way in Raleigh. And uh, I didn't have a car. And when I met my wife, I didn't have a car. I just ride my bike all over the place. And <laughs> good thing, she loves riding bikes. So we kind of, you know, we kind of uh, uh, click that way. So, <laughs> yeah. Did you guys like take a tandem bike for dates or something like that? <laughs> not there yet. Not there yet. You know what? Uh, I mean, I may try to convince her to... Uh, to get a tandem bike. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, you know, you're, you're in the situation and it's going well. You, you think the, is there anything in particular, like a moment that you can pinpoint when you're like, I think this is going to work out. I think this is what I want to do with my life. Yeah, it's, it was, uh, you know, one of the things that, that my philosophy is, you know, I always, I learned this from my parents that, hey, when you do things, do 100% and just focus on what you do. And then the next task is going to come to you and then do it again and put your head down and do it again. And then the next step is going to do it again. So I always focus at that. And, you know, I think, uh, I think I was lucky. I was pretty fortunate to associate with NC State. And, you know, my role is growing with the program that's growing rapidly uh, in, in NCAA ladder. Uh, when I started uh, at NC State, we were fifth on the men's side and ninth on the women's side. And by the time my first and then on the third year I was at NC State, the men won ACC and the women finished top three in the ACC. And we were top 15 on both uh, uh, both uh, both gender. Um, you know, and when 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 the program move up like that, uh, you know, there are going to be a lot of other programs that kind of offer a job to you, you know. So so I think when a uh, job offer kind of start coming in into, you know, to my email, this phone and you start ringing and uh, a lot of programs kind of try to, you know, really persuade to, to take a look at their job. And for whatever reason, what we had at NCAA was very special. Um, I just I just had a really good time with the head coach, Braden Holloway and, you know, Todd and I, we were good friends. I mean, Todd swam at UNCW, was my coach at UNCW, and he was there in, in NC State. So he was kind of like the reason, you know, I started with NC State in the first place. Um, I just kind of keep turning it down, and NC State keep offering more, and NC State put me in as full-time assistant coach. And, again, I think in the end of my fifth year, you know, Todd, this when Todd took over a job at Virginia as the head coach of Virginia now and men and women, and – uh you know, um, two months before that, my, my wife just, uh, my fiance then and now my wife, uh, she had a dream job. Uh, she just, you know, accepted her dream job with uh, a big hospital in Raleigh and, uh, and Todd offered me to go with him to Virginia and NC State. Uh, they both offer, uh, you know, really kind of recruited me to go to their programs. And, and when NC State offered me become associate head coach uh, of my fifth year, I was 20 something and then we're top four in the country. And as a 20 something coach, becoming a head um, associate head coach and be the lead person of that recruiting, really, it, it was kind of like, you know, okay, I think I can do this. Um, so that was kind of like when, when I realized that, you know, all right, I, I think I really think I can do this uh, in, in the highest level. And uh, I think the rest is history. Uh, you know, from there, you know, we, work really we i mean i i, I was I'm fortunate really you know connect with student athletes that that personality wise fits really well with me and my mm -hmm. personality fits well with them and we work together and won some ncaa titles and relays and individual wise and producing nc all, all american and that's when i'm like okay this is really it's a really good fit uh i think so I guess, uh, you know, things are going great for you during that period at NC State, but down in Wilmington, things were not going so great. Um, there was a period where the program was on the chopping block and yeah. people had to rally to save the program. So as you were watching that from afar, what was kind of your involvement? Because as I understand it, it was a lot of alumni that kind of came together and rallied to save the program. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was, uh, you know, 
it was very disappointing for us, for all of us, when we heard the news. Um, but you know, we we were able to show the community, the UNCW community, and the Wilmington community what type of support we have as a program, uh, as an alumni. That's that was an assistant coach. There was also still, you know, this this what what I was this what I do as you know in in the sport, and I know how big of an impact that a program like UNCW have for countless people, right? Um, without UNCW swimming and diving, I wouldn't be Bobby Guntaro, who I am right now. Without Coach Dave Allen, without the Allen family, I wouldn't be who I am. I, don't, I wouldn't be here right now, right? Um, so, so it was personal for us um, that we we took, we did whatever we take, uh, whatever it took. Um, we were able to kind of meet in the middle uh, with the athletic department and the school and, and making sure that, you know, we can show that what type of contribution we can, we can bring into not only the athletic, not only the UNCW, but also the community. Um, you know, so, so I was very, you know, very, very happy that, um, you know, that we, we were able to save the program. And, and, and when, when, when the news like that came down, it, it, it would, I knew it was going to be a little bit of a rocky situation, um, you know, for the, for the next few years. And, uh, you know, and, and Coach Allen stepped down. And, and it, no, matter, no matter what sport, no matter who you are, no matter how good you are as a coach, uh, following a legend is almost impossible. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's impossible to, to continue to retain that because, you know, and it's just really hard to follow – somebody like coach uh to come in and 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 to kind of bring your own system and it's it's a very difficult thing to do um so so it was really tough to watch uh too but at the same time you know as a coach i kind of knew all right this is going to be a really tough channel now it's possible it's possible to be successful Mm -hmm. uh but but i knew it was going to be a hard uh a hard road to get there I guess did that situation, um, you know, the program was ultimately saved, but mm-hmm. does that kind of situation do damage to the program around that time as far as who you're able to recruit, your player, your roster at that time? Because, you know, things did take a step back competitively, I guess. Right. I can't speak for, for the previous staff, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just kind of like a supporter, really, uh, yeah. at the time, right? Uh, so I didn't really know what happened behind closed door in terms of recruiting and performance and everything. Right. Um, but I could only imagine that would be a tough, uh, you know, it'd be a tough conversation, uh, you know, yeah. and, and I think a lot of recruits would want to see, uh, or, or a lot of club coaches probably would like to see, well, let's, let's, let's wait two or three years. Let's wait where they are. Let's wait if they're going to have a program, you know, and I could see that happen. Uh, but I, I don't know, to be truly honest with you, uh, what was the challenges? So, you know, you're close with Coach Allen. Was his decision to retire, was that, um, you know, was that going to happen either way or was that kind of sped up by the, the situation? I think it was going to happen. I think it's gonna, it was going to happen either way because he was, you know, he was getting to, he, he was here for what, 30 something, 38 years, 37 yeah. years. I mean, that's a long time to be in one place. I, I think 1977. It's yeah. yeah. 2004. So it's like it really 38 season. Right. Yeah. So, 77 to 2014, which uh, is 10 years longer than I was around. Yeah, point, exactly. So, so I, imagine. Think, I think he knew that he owed it to his family to spend more time with his family. Um, you know, mm-hmm. at the time, I think this is his baby. And, um, you know, when you win, when you're on the streak and, and he, he finished on top, 
really. Uh, yeah, I think he was he was also you know ready to to spend more time with his family. Um, you know, I, I we it was hard to watch somebody like that retire as as an alum. You know, and, but I was very happy for him and his family, and I was I was very happy for his family. I was very happy for his wife that now you have coach. Um, you don't have to worry about. <laughs> 5:30 a.m. You don't have to worry. 6 a.m. Yeah. practice. You're right. So now, I remember talking to Miss Allen. Like Miss Allen, now you, congratulate. Like you know, and thank you for what you've done. Thank you for letting, uh, you know, letting us have coach from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day. So, but you know, yeah. Obviously, he means you can just hear it in the way that you talk about him. He means a lot to you. Just you know, what what has that relationship been like for you personally and professionally and just the yeah. wisdom that he's able to share with you. It's great. Um, you know, it's, uh, I, he, he's like my, my father, um, you know, so I, I talk to him about everything really, um, you know, and I think the big thing, just whatever challenges we have in, well, whatever challenges I have in life, he's, he's faced that, you know? Um, so, and, and, and he's always being honest with me um and he, he was like that when i was a coach and if i'm not doing a good job in certain thing you would tell like bobby that's you know that's unacceptable uh it's like okay all right i got it so when he said unacceptable and all right it's unacceptable we got to pick up the slack you know so um so it was it's, it's a you know i think it's one of the closest person that in in my life certainly in this in this country right i remain um you know keep in touch with him um I don't see him very often, but I talk to him on the phone. And you know, one of the one of the coolest thing that as a coach, every win I have at NC State, he would always email me, yeah. like, "Hey, yeah, congratulations! You, you, your swimmers look great. This or that." Now, like in in the meet uh, at the conference after my first year, even I would call him. You know, hey, what do you see, coach? What What's your thoughts? Um, he's really sharp. And he was like, you know, I saw this 200 IM, you know, the, that person really, really nice turnaround and lot from restaurant to freestyle. So he was very detailed into it. And, and it's nice to have a conversation like that with him. And that sometimes, you know, I need somebody that, uh, you know, double check myself. Right. And, uh, and I call him like, what's, you know, and, and he is, is good person to, to, to lean on. Um, one of the thing that, that I'm, that, that, that I'm learning from him and then, then, he has this special talent that uh, I don't know his talent. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what to say it, but he can make us feel, he makes every single of his athlete feel special in a different way. Mm. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean he's never come down hard on us, you know, but like, you know, he, he, I feel like I'm a special person for him. But if you talk to other members, like my teammate, they feel the same way. Like, I feel like I'm the special person for him. You know what I mean? So and, yeah. and I think that's really cool. You know, is that something that, you know, I, I imagine you try to do that. Is that something that you can learn how to do? Or is that just something within someone as a coach? Yeah, I think, I think yes and no. I think to so me, um, you know, my, my coaching style is a little different than coach Allen, um, you know, and, but, you know, we, we have the same, you know some similarities obviously and you know and we we're teacher first coach coach second uh he's always telling me that make sure you're teacher first coach second uh and and i think that's a big that's a big uh uh you know advice from him um 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and I think one of the big things that I continue to, to strive myself to, to listen. Uh, I think he's really good in listening. And I just want to learn. I, I just want to be a better listener. Always. Uh, I can always be better. Um, sometimes as a coach, we try to, you know, give them an advice immediately without listening. Um, you know, and, 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 and I, and, and one thing that I, I really appreciate with coach, uh, if I go to him and doesn't know the answer, like, you know, Bobby, I don't know the answer, uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll work on it. And, you know, and, you know, some just random time he'll call me like, and I knew that he may have an answer uh, that the question that I, that I asked him and, and, and it's okay to, to say to the athletes that, you know, Hey, you know, that's a good question. I really don't know the answer on that one, you know, and, but, but I'll work on it. So, um, you know, being honest um, with them, I think it's important, right? So, so I just try to be be myself, really. Uh, learn learn from his experience, but just be myself, and 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 I, I know how to be successful in in Bobby Contour's way. So, how long did it take you from the time that you were offered the job to accept it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, not long. Uh, not not really long. Uh, you know, the 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 full you know, interview process was like a, a month, month long, everything. Um, That's got to be a bit anxious. <laughs> yeah, it, it was interesting. But at the same time, it gave me, it gave us, uh, you know, my, my wife and I, you know, it's at the same time, there's another school also kind of like interviewing me. Um, mm -hmm. So we was kind of like in between the two schools and, uh, but the conversation really like my wife was like my wife and I were talking about the other schools a, a power five conference school. Um, it's a lot, it's top, top 15, top 20, uh, regularly. And, uh, and then obviously UNCW, we're not there yet. And, 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 but the conversation always surrounding the family, the conversation surrounding, I know how good Wilmington is. And my wife is from North Carolina. Uh, and we want to, we want to build our family. Um, so the month long, you know, interview process really helped me to, to figure out what, which direction we want to go with as a family and, and how, how can we, how can we make it happen? Uh, so, so to me, you know, that was helpful for me. Um, yeah. And when, when they offer me and, and, you know, I actually told them, you know, I'm not the type of, I actually told the head coach of NC say, Hey, I'm just going to let you know, um, Whenever if they offer me the job, I'm probably going to take it. Uh, I think it's, it's a good position for me, for my wife and I right now and our family. And it was a hard thing for him that he kind of came back. Well, well, let's let's chat again tomorrow. <laughs> no, but it was kind of back and forth because we we are like, look, we we you know we worked together for great eight years. Um, it was a great fit, um, and, and I think my contribution for NC State. Um, I like to think that you know it's uh, you know yeah. It was it was a perfect time for me to to, to close the chapter, uh, so I, I accepted the next day. So I, you say uh, power five schools in the mix was that for a head coaching position? It was for a head coaching position. Wow! So that is really interesting. And you, and you chose Wilmington beyond location and family factor. Was there anything that that made you want to be in Wilmington? Yeah, honestly. You know, as a young coach, I'm fortunate. I was fortunate that you know everything. I almost like I wouldn't say everything I dream of, but it, a majority of stuff that I dream of uh, as a coach. Uh, I want to have uh, swimmers that go to the Olympics and win medals, and I did. 
I did that. I helped swimmers you know, work together in conjunction with Todd to, to develop a swimmer that won gold medal at the Olympic Games. And then I wanted to develop NCAA champions. I did that. And mm-hmm. I wanted to develop relays at NC2A. I did that. Uh, so I feel like, okay, that's elite level swimming. is great. Um, so for me, my wife was a very, very good, uh, you know, really person that I, I lean on and I rely on and I have conversation with her. And one thing she asked is like, what's your aspiration? What's next? Um, so I told her, I'm like, well, my next thing is, you know, I feel like if I go to another school, I'm not as passionate because this is my alma mater. Um, I know that it's not going to, it's a different level of competition, but I know that, you know, I can build, this is my home. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going back to my home and building. Re- the home needs to be rebuilding. You're going away somewhere, you're going home and the home is, a, you have a historical home and the historical home needs some repair and from the ground up, right? Um, it's scary. Like if you think about it, like, look, it's a, it's a prime location or whatever, like you can you guess have a great potential, but you know, you have to work it all the way down from the foundation all the way up to the roofing. And there is no, there's no way around it. And that's the way I take a look at UNCW. But I told my wife that this is me. And this is, this is where, you know, deep down that I would, you know, if it's not now, I would probably take a look at when I can come back to UNCW. And to me, it was just a perfect timing that, you know, we can be in North Carolina. Uh, we can grow our family, um, you know, and, and, and my wife's family is only four hours away from here. Um, so, so it was a great, a really great everything. Um, and I had a great conversation with the athletic department. Um, I was, I was following the, the growth of our school, uh, of our university. I, I just feel good uh, about everything. Uh, and I just feel that I'll be, this is the place that if it's not NC State, UNCW is the place that I'll be passionate about. So what was your assessment of the UNCW program after you first got the job from roster to facilities to support in the community? What, what did you see there? Sure. I, I think, you know, as, as an alum of, of the program, I, I knew, I knew what our resources are. Uh, mm. I knew, I knew what we don't have. I knew what we have. And, and I knew, I just knew that, right. I mean, obviously I assessed that on the interview process. Take a look what we got and, and okay. I think, I think we can win conference. I think we can develop, uh, you know, NCAA qualifiers now. And, and obviously we got to work on, uh, you know, on, you know, really a lot more stuff and, you know, financially and everything. If you want to be top 20, do I think we can be top 25? Why not? But obviously it's, it's going to cost us, uh, you know, some scholarship money, obviously in the future. Right. But, but we got to win first. We got to develop uh, conference titles back, back on top. We got to be back on top first to be, before we get to that point. Right. So with the resources that we have, I do believe we can win conference uh, in the men's side and the women's side. Uh, North Carolina is a very rich talent when it comes down to swimming. Uh, it is probably the top three state uh, in swimming and diving. So, so for us, you know, for me as a head coach, you know, I, I feel confidence that let's not focus what we don't have. Let's focus on what we have. Um, I feel like the, that is my philosophy. And that's my, you know, let's, 
let's put the hard work, instill the hard work back into the program where, you know, I, I understand, and, and, you know, the location is really good, right? Wilmington, but it also could attract just, it, it's, it can be dangerous. It can be just a laid backness, too much laid back, I think. Um, so, so for me, you know, and I have to introduce that we're not looking for a fun experience. I want student athletes, when they close the chapter, they're happy with their holistic experience and they're happy with the experience. What does that mean? That means that they're, effect, they're, they're accepting that there are going to be some times that's going to be tough. There's going to be some times that's not going to be fun, but there are going to be some times that's going to be fun. And the balance between focus and fun, kind of, you're going to create happy experience. And, and I think that's kind of like the one sole thing that we work on uh, last year and our returners done a fantastic job and really buying into you know what we're trying to create here that just building a foundation from hard work uh, with a blue collar program and you go to our pro uh, to to our pool i mean it's a great tang it's a great facility but it's not Taj Mahal. it's it's an old pool it's you know and but if if you have recruits they're like oh you don't have this you don't have that and be like well this is not a place for you <laughs> so so if you want to come to UNCW you, you gotta be you gotta be ready to go to you know get your hand dirty and we gotta work hard and and our message always my message to my team my staff and the people that work around our program that look if you work hard you may not be successful in life you may not be but if you don't work hard you guarantee not going to be successful now if you work hard not successful we know exactly, that means we're not doing it the right way. That means we got to find another way for us to work hard, right? And then you keep doing that. You keep trying. You keep doing something different. You keep making some changes. Ultimately, we will be successful. Uh, time will tell. So so for us, that's kind of the mentality that I brought in uh, and, and into, the, into the program. So, so it's almost like auditing everything, but, but auditing of what we have was the biggest part for me. Uh, just focus on what we have. Let's not focus on this. Well, well I won five scholarships. Well, no, we have, no, we don't have that many scholarships. We have this scholarship. How do we need, how do we manage that? Let's go from there. So, yeah. So I'm curious, you know, you, you're, it, it feels like hard work is a theme that's kind of always been around for you. Is that from your parents and just what, what kind of influence have your parents had on your outlook on life? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that was it. Um, you know, I came from a family that, you know, we we just kind of, we just make enough for, for the day-to-day lifestyle, right? And and my, my mom, my dad always worked two jobs and and that was the, the sole uh, foundation of our family, um, you know, and, 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 and sometime I got to remind myself to like, you know, Okay, it's it's they are working really good, and and sometimes I gotta give myself credit, and I I, I always tell our kids like, okay, you're working really hard, give yourself credits, uh, and that's okay, that's good. Take a step back a little bit, um, and and I think it it's just from really I'm I'm fortunate that I I've always been around people that truly truly believe that you know, hey, you you just gotta work hard first, and start with that, and you know, and then. And then I always tell people like, hey, you know, a lot of athletes will come to me in the first two weeks of, of our season. Like, hey, can you look at my technique on this one? Like, look, 
let's get back in shape first. Let's not worry about your technique. Let's, you know how to swim, you know how to dive, right? You know how to do this. Let's, let's get back in shape. And then on week six, seven, eight, let's work on the technique a little bit more. Once you get back in shape, you know, so um, that's kind of like our, our bread and butter as a program. So, yeah, going back on that hard work theme, I know that you mentioned as you sent out an email to students and all that, they, you want them there kind of to celebrate the hard work of these kids over the past year. Um, you took the job in the middle of the pandemic. And uh, just what kind of challenge did that provide to an already tough situation and getting to know a, a new group of kids? I think inconsistency was very, is that was the biggest challenge. Um the ability to have meetings with them, the ability for them to get to know me. Um, you know, I'm human. They're human. Um, you know, and we need to get to know each other uh, to be able to work with one another. Um, you know, so ultimately my goal is to create an environment for every student athlete to be successful in and out of the pool uh, and for us to be to be successful in the pool. Uh, you know, for, for us to produce things. Um, so, so to me, you know, that was the biggest challenge. Um, not able to see, you know, I can't help them if they're not in the building. And with, with COVID-19, it was just, you know, on and off, on and off, that you just don't know when you're going to be off. And we were trying to figure out what the protocol, the protocols change uh, as the school learned more and more and more about COVID-19 and, it was just, it was just a very, you know, acclimation period where you never really acclimate, uh, you know, and, and they, they, they don't know me. They didn't know me. Uh, and some of them you know, never really got to know me at all until it was really hard for them. And, and I know it was really hard for them. And it was really, very, very challenging for coaching staff to, to navigate through everything really with the new coaching staff. Um, you know, all along, I mean, I was, you know, I, 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 I only had about 50% of the roster on the men's side uh, at the end of the season last year. Uh, it was just a lot of reasoning. Uh, and, and it's just really hard for COVID-19 was really, really hard. And, you know, forget the coaching changes. COVID-19 for a normal team is really hard with the coaches that's <laughs> been there, right? And then and then you have a coaching staff and new things, new deaths, and you suddenly, your world suddenly getting upside down, inside out, right? So it was very challenging. And I mean, we were able to finish second in a conference with 50% of the roster uh, as comparison to other teams in a conference on a men's side and we finished fifth out of six in on a women's side uh, with pretty similar uh, uh, setup. Um, so for us, you know, okay, we're building a very, very, we're getting to know each other uh, towards the mm -hmm. end of the season. Do I think it was our, no, I mean, people swimming, they, they have their personal best and everything. And I, I didn't think we were going to get second, to be honest with you, um, you know, but, to finish second in a really, really competitive conference with 50% of the roster. And I'm like, okay, we're, we're, we're onto something here. Uh, we have a good start. Um, so, you know, yeah, I mean, we kind of turn our challenges to become like, okay, we got a smaller team. We got a, you know, we, towards the end of the season, we have a really big graduation class last year. Uh, that kind of helped us a little bit to get to know in the spring and off season, when you have graduation, like a big senior class, you don't really have that many returners. That was a really perfect opportunity for us to get to know them. So what, you know, through all those challenges, what do you feel like that you guys were able to accomplish from building the foundation standpoint? 
I think the the big thing was, um, you know, really being focused on control what we can control. Um, you know, there were so many things that we cannot control and somebody gets sick and we're in the middle of pandemic, they're just doing life and they, they're positive and they're sick. Then we have to, sh- this, you know, we got to put our health first, right? And and we got to make sure, do whatever it takes for us to, you know, to, to take care of student athletes and staff. Um, but, you know, it, by the time we get to January and February, like, look, let's just focus on what we can focus, right? And we can only do, we did about 60% or 70% of training time that we would normally have just because our team was pretty big still. And our pool time is, there's no way we can add more pool time, right? And we have to uh, really put uh, training pods, per se, like smaller training groups um, for us to operate in a safely manner. Um, you know, we're really, we're really, really focusing on, all right, you know, we can control this. We can't control that. That's okay. We're focusing on this. And, and I think that become the theme of our program that, you know, when we get into the championship season and like, look, um, you know, we, this is what we can control and just focus on what we can control. And we were very successful uh, doing that. So you've, it seems that you're pretty active on social media, um, you want fans to come out. Um, just what, what what's kind of your point of view on, you know, swimming does not get the crowds that basketball or soccer gets, but what can you do to kind of make swimming a, an interesting time for fans to come out? Well, I think, you know, uh, yes and no. I think um, the Olympic sport is, can help. Like the Olympics, mm-hmm. uh, people watch swimming in the Olympics, right? Um, and, and I think, We've got to think outside the box when it comes down to how we can we bring in fans on the stands. Um, you got to think about the families that we teach hundreds of swim lessons program. It's hundreds of swim lessons um, you know, throughout the summertime, right? And we have a big master uh, uh, community, master swimming community. Uh, we have a bit. We're we're in the ocean. People love swimming. Uh, we want we want to make sure that you know we are the team that they they want to watch. They want to watch the you know the family wants to come in to natatorium to watch their kids' teachers competing. Um, you know, I think it's kind of simple stuff like that. Where you know, obviously, we want to make the school proud. We want to make the UNCW students proud that you know, hey, you know, we compete in a different level. Um, you know, we want to keep building in what we do. Um, obviously, results bring more people. Um, you know, I think, in my opinion, just make the the, the sport interesting. Uh, and and for me, my job is to make sure that I introduce my team, my personality, my team personality through social media. Um, people mm-hmm. know swimming, uh, but they need to know the personality of our student athletes. They need to know that hey, your classmate is competing. It doesn't matter what the sport that is. Like, you know, hey, you're, they're bringing in. They're, we're, we're, we work hard to represent our university at the highest uh, level as possible. Uh, we want to compete at NC2A level, uh, and I think bringing that, you know, that connection with our fans, with our community in Wilmington, ultimately will bring people uh, in into our building. Um, how many people is going to come up this weekend? I don't know, but we're going to, you know, I'm going to work really hard to bring in people here. You know, I'm going to work really hard to bring attention to our program that, you know, I think we will be good. And our, our program believes that they will be good. Uh, our, our swimmers and divers believe that we will be good. Now, you know, we just need 
you know, more support from really the people that ran our program that, hey, come in and just showing up to our swim meets, show that you believe that, you know, we can be good. Uh, it's some fun stuff. I mean, you got to, you know, I, I bring in, I certainly, I'm the type of coach that jump around, walk around and, and you know, show, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shy on, on showing my emotions. So I wear my, my, my emotion. And, uh, and so it's, it's, a, it can be fun. It can be a lot of fun. Um, you know, so, so I try to do my best to kind of show, you know, what we do in the water. I, I do like the gift that you use. I'm assuming it's the, that's kind of when you're announcing a commitment since you can't formally say anything. Is that what that's all about? Maybe. <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that one. So um, that, that I appreciate the emotion and, you know, I'm, I don't want to put you on the spot and make anybody feel left out, but as you get to know those personalities, who, who on the team, what would people, would people really want to get to know about? You know, I, it's a lot of, to be honest with you, like it's, it's, it's hard to choose. It's really, yeah. I'm putting together the, you know, the, uh, the event lined up right now. I mean, oh man, like we got very, very good. We're very versatile. Um, you know, we, on the men's side, I mean, I can go from the senior, the senior, we got a fifth year senior that, John Michael D'Alessandro and he's two time, two time champions, uh, conference champions that uh, in a breaststroke area is the school record holder. And, um, you know, the guy is balancing between graduate school and MBA and uh, swimming at the same time. He's a smart guy and he's very personable. And uh, he's, he's the leader of our program in and out of the pool. Um, and then in last year, we have three conference champions. We, in the men's side, we have, we have Will Goldie, and uh, and he's he was a freshman last year. He won the hundred and two hundred backstroke. Um, you know, he, he's a sophomore now. We got Henderson Louvier. Uh, he won the uh, the two hundred IM uh, last year in conference and the four hundred IM, and he was also the champion in relay. Uh, we have the fifty freestyle champions uh, for the first time in a long time, winning the 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 sprint event in Elikai Crompton English. Uh, you know, those four guys and we have all this newcomers on the men's side and the women's side. We got a lot of newcomers, a lot of newcomers, um, you know, on the, on the upperclassmen side, you know, we have Courtney Clausen in the diving side, uh, you know, she's, she's conference champions on, on the men's side. We got Colbain, Buhan, he's conference champions in a one meter and three meter. Courtney is a conference champions on a diving board. We're reloading our diving side and we got six girls competing on the diving side this year. Uh, and, and they're all going to be very, very good. Um, and, on, and then on the swimming side, you know, we got, God, that's a lot of, we got on, on you know, from Katie Noor on, and so she's a freshman. She's fun to watch. She just, she's a, she just go, 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 go in practice. I'm like, man, I can't, I can't break her down. Like she just goes, she just, you give him something. She, uh, uh, she just knock it down and you got, the Copeland sister, we got Hannah Copeland, Mary Grace Copeland. They're going to play important roles for us this year. Sarah Olson is going to play important role for, for us this year. Uh, and then you got another freshman. You got two, you know, I, we have two very, very good butterflyers on the women's side. And a freshman is Molly Braun and, and Reese Alexander. They're both uh, very, very speedy butterfly that, I've been coaching them and I'm like, wow, these guys throw down some, these girls throw down some very, very fast time that I've seen that in, in NC State's girls that it wasn't that much far. It's not far from those girls. So it's, man, it's a lot. It's a lot of girls. But in, if, if you follow our social media, 
you know, you'll see them on social media. You'll see, I try to, to, to do a little bit of everything in social media. Yeah, I, I noticed that particularly you have made a push to get alumni back involved and bring when people come to town, they seem to stop by and do a little video or something like that. Yeah, we, we send out emails to our alumni every two weeks. Um, you know, we they feel connected. They know what we're doing. Um, you know, we updated them with what's going on. Uh, we do a Seahawks spotlight. Um, today, we got a spotlight of the legend, uh, Dan Gallagher, and on, 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 on Instagram. And Dan, he finished fourth in NCAA in a fifth of freestyle. Uh, you know, he was a legendary. I mean, he just missed the Olympic team in 2004. So, so to me, you know, guy like that, we produce guys like that. Uh, and, and, you know, and so, so it's important for us to, to, to reach back out with them, connect with them. They're, they are our biggest supporters. So as you look forward to Friday, you get the victory, things go well. Where is the post-game meal at? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, probably, uh, probably with their parents. They got a lot of parents coming down here, um, you know, and I, I'm, I'm so, so the head coach of Army used to work with me at NC State. Uh, I, I'm going to host uh, the, head, the the coaches of Army in, in, in my house, and uh, you know we'll 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 have laugh and uh, we'll we'll have we'll enjoy a little bit of a downtime in the middle of a you know really busy uh, season. Um, so so yeah, it, it's gonna be fun meet. Is I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a back and forth meet. Um, so so yeah, it's it's gonna be very very close meet. Well, I appreciate you stopping by. It was an awesome chat. Um, more about, you know, life, coaching, swimming um, than, than just a meet. So awesome to get to know a little bit more about you and the program. Go check them out on Friday as they take on Army West Point at the Seahawk Natatorium, where I once passed a PE class. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it.